Hello, hello. This is season one, episode 16 of Migrations, and I'm Nisha, your host. So this is the last episode of this season, and what I want to do first, which I usually do last, is offer gratitude. First, I want to recognize the ancestral lands I have lived on, including the unceded land of the Kickapoo, Peoria, and Potawatomi, also known as the Northwest Suburbs of Chicago, and unceded Tongva land, also known as Los Angeles. I also offer gratitude to my parents, who gave me so much, who came to the United States from India, barely knowing anyone, and started from scratch to do the best they could for their new family, given their own generational histories. Thank you to my $20 a month and above Patreon patrons, my brother Shalene, Gina Manila, and Dahlia Gehan, for your generous support. I seriously would not be able to do this work without their support, and I'd like to thank all of my Patreon patrons. I am so, so, so grateful for your faith and for investing in something that centers Asian stories and voices. To Tiffany Wong, who you heard on the second episode of this podcast, thank you so much for creating the cover art of Migrations. And thank you to Shin Kawasaki, who you heard in the 13th episode, for giving me permission to use his song, Find Another Way, is the intro and outro for Migrations. While I admit the sound quality hasn't always been perfect on my end, I am forever grateful to Quincy Surosmith, who helps me add in last-minute edits and makes Migrations flow smoothly with his editing skills. Check out Quincy's amazing podcast, Asian Americana, if you haven't got a chance to. And of course, thank you to my loyal listeners. Thank you for your ratings. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your downloads and shares. It has truly been incredible to share this all with you. And I appreciate that in return. And now I'd like to take some time to reflect on this season and talk about the future. The other day, I realized that I released this podcast at the end of February 2020. This was a week before you were either forced to work from home or be essential workers on the front lines or figure out how to school your children on Zoom or figure out how you'd be able to pay rent after losing your job or getting a pay cut. This was essentially a pandemic season for migrations, and here we are, still in the thick of it. And in between this was the murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and revelations about the murders of Ahmaud Arbery and Elijah McClain and so many others, too. This pushed people to the streets to demand justice, justice that was not given for the murder of Breonna Taylor or any of these Black bodies. And in between that has been our impending election, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and resulting fears around that, and probably so much more that I've honestly desensitized myself from with all the trauma that is handed to us daily. What's most interesting about all of this is that so many of us are experiencing this type of injustice and trauma and isolation for the first time. And when we take a moment to realize that people who do not assimilate to capitalism and white supremacy, or the gender binary, or those who have disabilities and chronic illnesses— and have always had to battle participating in daily life, have always felt this trauma to a degree, it's not so much as humbling as it honestly is a little shameful. But the thing is, this shame is not on us as individuals as much as it is on the systems that perpetuate it, the systems that decide who is worthy, regardless of actually knowing our capabilities. And what this has created, and not just in the United States, but in most colonized countries, is intergenerational trauma, trauma that is passed down from our ancestors and tells us that we need to be something outside of ourselves to feel worthy. 
And this trauma is directly related to migrations and how I see this podcast being shaped moving forward. This season, I've spoken to all types of people with a variety of migration stories. I've spoken to artists and writers and actors and activists and teachers and musicians and coaches and lawyers, all with their own stories about their work and the road that took them there. Some migrated to the United States on their own, some came as a result of their parents' migration, and some had multiple migrations. And we talked about a lot of things. We talked about perfectionism, a lack of Asian representation, writing our own histories and stories, new ways of parenting, casteism, defying the model minority, language barriers, and how, as most people, immigration brought on challenges of racism, financial struggle, expectation, family pressure, and politics that reinforce these traumas without many of us even knowing it. And what I found most compelling about these conversations was how these ideas moved through us and what we did with them and how they continue to follow us. For example, how do we fight the model minority myth? What does this have to do with anti-Blackness in the United States? How do we reconcile not being fluent in our native language while honoring our ancestors? In what ways is family pressure and obedience informed by colonization? Some of you may know that besides being the host of Migrations and working as a librarian, I also conduct workshops and individual and group coaching focused on healing. This includes healing intergenerational trauma, self-sabotage, self-worth issues, expectations of ourselves, perceptions about our body image, and finding ways to move through life with intention and imagination. So when I have these conversations, I try to consider and infuse these concepts with others. And because of this work that I do, I'm going to make a shift for the next season of Migrations. The guests I choose for the show and the discussions I have will focus on Asian migration stories and healing. This might be healing through specific mediums, or it might be about someone's specific experience or a bunch of people's experiences. Honestly, I'm just excited to dive in and see how this goes. If you're interested in what I'm doing, head over to Instagram and follow me at underscore Nisha Modi underscore. Sign up for my newsletter. I'll leave this link in the show notes and head to my website, www.nishaland.com, where it will prompt you to sign up for my newsletter. I plan to have some workshops coming up and a huge announcement for a resource about healing and justice that will be very financially accessible for all of you. So stay tuned. And also, I want to know what you want to hear and learn about healing. So drop me a note at nisha at nishaland.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. This is a short one. Thank you again. Season two starts in early 2021. So until then, I'm Nisha Modi, and thank you so much for listening to Migrations. Every minute you make the claim, but you're gonna be, you'll be.